AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, Dynamite and Address, coming at you from the AM 1170 studios here in beautiful, amazing San Diego, California. As y'all can tell, I am super excited tonight. There's explosions happening all over the country because, yes, St. Nicholas Trump is in D.C. tonight delivering a present, a present to the United States of America. It's Christmas in July. And joining me to share this special day and to receive this gift. And we're going we're gonna to cover all the cheers and the tears tonight because some people aren't going to be too particularly happy with what St. Nicholas Trump leaves in their stocking. Joining me, as always, is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. This is original Carrot Stick professional grade. Oh, you think you're fancy? Do you think uh, in Vegas you could bet on who the judge would be? Ooh. That's interesting. I don't know if they uh, actually were able to take any any wagers on that, you know. But whether or not it was done officially at any of the gaming outlets anywhere in the country, I bet there was some bets being taken on who President Trump was going to uh, nominate tonight out of the top four. 888-344-1170 if you would like to join in. Thank you, as always, to those of you who, whether you're listening in your car on the way home, on your drive time, whether you're listening and watching on our app, we've got the AM1170 app, we're also on TuneIn and iTunes and whether you're listening and watching via Facebook Live, it's truly, I got to tell you, it's an honor uh, to share my time with you every day from 6 to 7 p.m., particularly on such an exciting day today. And I want to thank you all for for joining me and sharing this truly exciting day and what it is. This is an amazing day for America. And, you know, that. It's Christmas for us because this is this is like to use the kids' analogy. This for us is like remember that movie, A Christmas Story, with the little kid who got the BB gun. You'll shoot your eye out. Yeah, what's that? He kept saying, "You'll shoot your eye out, kid." Oh yeah, yeah. This is like this is like us getting that BB gun that that kid wanted so bad because we we are about to get no matter who President Trump announces tonight of his top four. It's a win. It's not just a win for the Republican Party. Most importantly, it is a win for the United States of America because it's a win for what this country was founded on. The greatest country on the face of the earth was founded on an idea. An idea that rests in the U.S. Constitution for which the highest court in the land is is given the great honor and the privilege to preserve and to protect. That's really what's at stake here tonight. And that's one reason why the left, whatever name gets picked by President Trump, to them it's going to be like being a kid on Christmas morning and getting socks and underwear in the stocking. It ain't what they want. That's why there's already protest planned all around the world. And if uh, you're just tuning in, it looks as though, um, from the looks of it, is that uh, Kavanaugh. Uh, gets the nomination uh, to the Supreme Court. I'm curious, as you guys are catching this live with me right now, whether or not you are happy about that pick, whether what your thoughts are about Kavanaugh. Uh, many people today were still, as we were coming into the studios tonight, and even here in the studios, we're talking about Amy Barrett. 
It's interesting. I've got tonight joining me for analysis. I've got Wendy Patrick, who's a legal analyst and, and prosecutor, is going to be on tonight. We've also got Tom DeBacaro, who is not only an attorney, brilliant attorney, and a Congress uh, candidate for Congress, but has also written many books. One of which is called the Divided Era. They're going to, and then also Tea Party Patriots is going to be here. Bill Pasco to talk about this and what this means for America, uh, and what this means for the rule of law, what it means for upcoming decisions. Um, I'm happy that it was Kavanaugh. I think I expressed some concerns early on um, with uh, the decision that he made. Really, the only thing that people had concerns about with Kavanaugh was a decision that he made that involved uh, ultimately, supposedly, at least the uh, the conventional wisdom was that a decision he made affecting Obamacare paved the way for John Roberts to rule the way he did. I heard Jay Sekulow, who's on the show uh, before me every day here on AM 1170, explain today that actually, in, in some ways, that because he, the way he ruled on that, it was so narrow uh, that it was really a conservative ruling. So I'm feeling okay, I'm feeling okay with Kavanaugh. Would, it have, would I have liked it to have been Amy Barrett? Yeah. But I don't believe for a second that Amy Barrett was the right choice because somehow the Democrats were going to, because she's a woman, give her, you know, somehow an easier time in the confirmation process. These are the people that celebrate Ivanka Trump being called the C word on national TV. These are the people that celebrated Sarah Sanders and her family being harassed in a restaurant and chased out and followed down the street to another restaurant. These are the same people that are, that, you know, followed, uh, that assaulted Kirsten Nielsen in a restaurant and then continued the verbal assaults on her outside all the way to her car. I mean, this, this, these are not, the, the liberals and the left are not a party that respects women. There are protests out there tonight all about Roe v. Wade, continuing to propagate the false narrative that, that first of all, that Roe v. Wade is the most important legal uh, decision ever made in this country, uh, propagating the notion that if, if there is a, that President Trump's Supreme Court nominee will effectively overturn Roe v. Wade, and therefore his nominee is an attack on women. They are using those women as props, props tonight. Is Roe v. Wade the holy grail for the left? Absolutely. But not because they care about women. And certainly not because they care about children, the same people that are crying over over uh, illegal immigrant children at the border. In fact, Dick Durbin referred to them, said they were the same as the Thai soccer kids stuck in a cave fighting for their lives, are the same people that think it's okay for women to you know take the life of their own child up until the child is in the birth canal. So this is not about caring about children. What Roe v. Wade was about was about the use of the courts manipulating the rule of law to push an agenda. There's nothing in the Constitution that has any right for a woman to take the life of her unborn child. There is the right to life in the Constitution. So why is that so important? That really, Roe v. Wade and the manipulation of the rule of law in order to get that over on America was the ultimate cultural Marxist movement. That's really it was never about Roe v. Wade or women or babies. It was really about the use of the courts and in order to effectively change America under a cultural Marxist movement. As I've been talking about on the show, their overall game plan was to amass all the power away from the executive branch, get it into the judicial branch, because they've got activist judges in these courts from the lower level courts all the way up to the Supreme Court. They can change this country. They can transform. Look at how they've transformed this country from a, from a cultural standpoint with Roe v. Wade. And they know it's not good law. That's why they're hysterical. Look at everything else, the, the way the courts have been used to weaponize this country. Look at the way the Department of Justice has been used to weaponize against American citizens. The Department of Justice, the FBI, the IRS. This is much more than 
Kavanaugh himself, much more than President Trump himself, much more than Roe v. Wade. This is about the future of our country. This is about all these lawyers in D.C. that are using their legal skills to manipulate and using the courts in order to effectively change our country from a constitutional republic to their Marxist utopia. And Gorsuch himself, who was the first brilliant choice by President Trump, said it best. DJ Carrot Sticks. If judges were just secret legislators, declaring not what the law is, but what they would like it to be, the very idea of a government by the people and for the people would be at risk. And those who came before the court would live in fear, never sure exactly what the law requires of them, except for the judge's will. As Alexander Hamilton said, liberty can have nothing, from, nothing to fear from judges who apply the law, but liberty has everything to fear if judges try to legislate, too. And that's exactly what it's about. And the American people knew it, even if they couldn't articulate it as well as, as Gorsuch, Gorsuch just did. Even if they're not, I, I'm, not a, I'm not an attorney either. Most of the hardworking Americans who voted for President Trump didn't understand the rule of law and don't, don't speak like lawyers. But we could understand what was going on in their justice system, how it was being politicized when you've got, when we can see what's going on with the elites like Hillary Clinton getting away with crimes while Americans have the jackboot of tyranny coming down on them through our justice system. This is what's at stake. And one of the key reasons why President Trump was elected was because they knew that there would be openings on the Supreme Court. They knew that our very, fa- our very country, its foundations, its, its, its system was at stake. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Wendy Patrick, who's a prosecutor and a legal analyst. She's going to be here get, to give her perspective. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Are you happy with President Trump's pick? What do you think about Kavanaugh? Are you disappointed it wasn't one of the others? Are you celebrating tonight? Let me know what you think. Christmas is a Red Rider BB gun with a compass in the stock and a thing which tells time. Wow, that's great. I think that everybody should have a Red Rider BB gun. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Unfortunately, your next fill-up at the pump won't be half price. Your next night out won't be half price either. Here you go. I'll take that whenever you're ready. No rush. And your next trip to the grocery store, well, we know how that's going to go. 
But here's the good news. A quality private education can be had for your child at half price. AM 1170 The Answer proudly presents our private school half-off tuitions. Take your pick from quality schools, including City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, Heartland Christian Homeschool Center, Jump Preschool and Kindergarten, South Bay Christian Academy, Trinity Christian School, Valley Christian School, Victory Christian Academy, Vista Christian School, and John Paul the Great Catholic University. New schools are being added all the time. Check out the complete list now at am1170theanswer.com. But hurry, before the school you had your eye on sells out. Then call the half-off tuition hotline at 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. That's 844-800-5757. United American Mortgage, NMLS number 1942, subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. If you're eligible for a VA loan, here's a game changer for you. Larry Elder here. Veteran Sonia Hadley has a VA cash out 100% refi with rates you will not believe. After 30 years in mortgage lending, Sonia knows how to go outside the box to find a program that works for virtually any borrower. And now she's uncovered this exclusive VA benefit. Lower your payments and tap up to 100% of your equity in your home, pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. With these rising home values, you now have equity to get the cash you need. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting. She'll even come to you. If you don't need cash, Sonia has a VA Streamline refi, the easiest loan you've ever seen. Call Sonia for game-changing VA loans with up to 100% refinance. Act now before interest rates move up. Call 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN. In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one-year interest-free financing. California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Fragile. It must be Italian. What? <laughs> <laughs> We're just having some fun here tonight. It's Christmas in July. That was DJ Carrot Sticks playing a little, playing a little selection. Was that from a still from a Christmas story? Yeah, we got our was it the Red Rider BB gun? That's what we got today. We got our favorite Christmas gift. We got a conservative nominee to the court, and I know some of you out there are a little disappointed tonight because. Uh, you know, that we uh, President Trump did something absolutely extraordinary when he was running for office. He provided a list of in advance of people that he was considering for the court. He also then added to that list. And, you know, we've had an opportunity we haven't had before, which is to kind of get to know who the nominees were and kind of get emotionally attached, not emotionally attached, but get attached, you know, to some of the nominees and kind of get our favorites. And I know that some people are disappointed tonight. I'm not. I think this was a great pick. I feel I had one issue with him. 
a ruling that he had at a lower court that involved Obamacare. I think he's a solid guy, but I'm not a comma JD. But you know what? That's why I had scheduled one of my favorites. She's on with me now. She's a legal analyst, prosecutor, and political commentator, and she's absolutely brilliant. And she is Wendy Patrick. Hey, Wendy, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Great night. Yes. Okay, so I'm so curious as to your thoughts because you, of course, um, understand the rule of law. You know what it means to you know, work in the justice system. You knew who the, the shortlist was. Your thoughts on the selection? I was actually surprised because I thought he would go with a less controversial candidate, maybe like you know, uh, even maybe heart of it, who was, of course, the bridesmaid, the runner up last year, um, <laughs> or Catherine. I did not expect because of Kavanaugh's baggage. Remember the judicial confirmation process? It's like that TSA full body scan at the airport that includes your bags. And if you look at the record of Kavanaugh, it, you, actually, I suppose both sides might take issue with some of what he said and written and decided. But perhaps that was part of the analysis, that maybe in the president's mind, that only made him more confirmable, which is actually the goal. Not just a nomination, but from a nomination to a confirmation. Should we even have to worry about that? That's disappointing to me for a couple of reasons, Wendy, because I I agree with your analysis. Um, So I'm not saying that I'm disappointed in President Trump's choice, but in the fact that he had to consider that because... Our country, that, that's where we're at in this country right now, that the U.S. Constitution is so under attack that we've got a left so determined to use and exploit our justice system with activist judges and activist attorneys in order to destroy and strip apart the U.S. Constitution, to destroy it, dismantle it in order to rebuild America and transform it into their Marxist utopian fantasy that instead of our president, who has the right to nominate who he wants, instead of, and the Congress is supposed to advise a consent, but instead of him just nominating the right person for the job, he's got to think about who can get nominated, who can get through the confirmation process. On top of the fact that I just got to say it, John McCain should have given up his seat. Part of the issue that Trump had in terms of getting somebody past the confirmation process is that McCain's not voting. He should have, he should have, if, if his illness is at such a point, he cannot fulfill his duties. I think he should have done the right thing for the country and give up the seat. Your thoughts? Yeah, there's actually, there's more thought, there was actually more conversation about that as the nominees got slimmer. Uh, we heard more and more because as the four, as the final four, we'll call them using a sports analogy, as those were revealed and then, gosh, it all, it became like the final two over the weekend. There was more and more talk about exactly what you said, Andrea, is that it was a razor thin margin and the candidates, the likely candidates that were right towards the end, people were worried that you might lose sort of more moderate Republicans. Uh, and you might not get those member Gorsuch got three Democrats voting for him. You might not have red state Democrats wanting to cast a vote for somebody if, in fact, they were more conservative, which is exactly why, as you say, people wondered why they didn't at least ensure one more vote uh, by replacing McCain. I don't know. I'm sure they had good reasons for it. Um, but I also think it's interesting that, you know, the beauty contest, as it was narrowed, more and more we seem to be focusing on what you said, Andrew, which I agree with. Why can't we trust 
that justices are going to uphold the rule of law that they were sworn in to uphold. We don't expect uh, advocacy from the bench. That's not what anybody on that list is expected to do. So maybe we could look back through the record and see that, you know, votes have gone both ways. And justices are appointed for life. The president can't remove a justice because he or she doesn't vote the way the president wants him or her to vote. Mm -hmm. There should, I mean, I just think that's a huge point that isn't sustained enough. We can't be so skeptical as to think that anybody we appoint is not going to do his or her job. Right. And it and it's in it's really difficult situation being a Republican president because we he fate when particularly President Trump, because when he, you know, went to D.C., he was facing two opposition parties and he's got an establishment part of the Republican Party that as as liberal, if not farther to the left than some of the Democrats. So that's that's a challenge that he faced as well. And then on top of it, you look around at, at who could be eligible on these lower courts to come in and step in as a nominee. And part of the reason why the Republicans get it, the Democrats always get it right, but the Republicans get it right about half the time in terms of a nominee being trustworthy to, you know, uh, rule from a conservative constitutional standpoint is because so many of these nominees come out of these liberal institutions. You know, I'm distrustful of any nominee that's coming out of Harvard or any of the Ivies because we know that those are institutions. No offense to you. In fact, I I think you might have gone to one of the Ivies, so I don't mean to offend you, Wendy. Thank you for the promotion. I actually went to UCLA. Go Bruins. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would like to see some nominees come out of some schools like that, right? Because it's like these these Ivies are just churning out these liberals. You know, we often say personality, politics, and pedigree. Kavanaugh graduated from Yale Law School. He then went to work for a former independent counsel, Ken Starr. And so he was actually involved in that investigation. Um, Ashley Kavanaugh was a lead author of the controversial Starr report. But then he went on and he clerked for none other than Justice Kennedy, as did Kethridge, by the way. But he is a, he's a, a some, some people call him a D.C. insider. You know, the one reason I, I started off this conversation by saying I was surprised is because there's a lot to work with, which could give the, which could give the Democrats fodder to string this out, to delay it, because they want to be able to go through all of that information. Remember the TSA search and the baggage? Yeah. There's a lot of baggage to rummage through, yeah. and that could be something they might use to dry out this process. That's not to say that ultimately he won't be confirmed. And that's even not to say that ultimately some of the Democrats won't vote for him, because remember, there's a lot in his past that has angered some Republicans. Yeah. So that may be why the president not only vetted this nominee with his insiders, but remember, Andrea, he vetted it with a court of public opinion by releasing the names in advance. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think there's reason to be concerned by those that look back and think, you know, George W. Bush was was not a true conservative. He campaigned as a conservative and then governed like a liberal. So, you know, people are people are really kind of over the Bush family and going, oh, my gosh, this guy's a Bushy. That's right. He's from the That's Bushies. Right. You know, we can't trust him. You know, uh, you know, Bush also gave us Roberts, you know, and this guy, you know, and look at Kennedy, what a disappointment he was. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why when when people did look at that list and it did go out to public opinion, there were so many people that really wanted it to be Amy Barrett. And if the left is going to go go to the mattresses, no matter who President Trump nominated, then then the public opinion is like, well, then if the, the left is not going to be happy with anybody. They're going to go to the mattresses no matter who it is. You might as well go for it and go with the most conservative. And many people thought that that was Amy Barrett. 
That's right. But, you know, she was controversial. I think she'd be great. You and I both think she'd be great. Yeah. And, and you know, there shouldn't be a religious litmus test. And, you know, I, I'm sure we have the same, uh, we share the same uh, beliefs on all of that. But again, I don't know whether she was confirmable. How sad is it that that's a consideration? You know, Lindsey Graham made a great point earlier today. He said the president could nominate George Washington <laughs> and he would not get any Democratic votes. But the messaging battle starts now. So this is going to be an interesting time. Obviously, we haven't set a confirmation hearing date yet, but this is going to be an interesting time to see if this messaging will actually sway Democrats and Republicans to vote outside party lines, let's say. Um, I like what you said about Christmas in July, because given Kavanaugh's record does appeal in some sense, at least to some of the people on both sides, the timing couldn't be better for this president. And I wouldn't be surprised if within the next couple of years, uh, Ginsburg will announce her retirement and we're going to get a trifecta. We're going to get another one. Well, we have to hope that we keep the majority in uh, both houses of Congress, because if we don't, you know, even though the president has the right uh, to nominate who he wants, I think it'll be hard for him to get another conservative going forward. So this I, is another reason why he needs to nominate somebody now that's confirmable. So we don't drag it out past the midterms. Amen to that. Oh yeah. You know, I was, I, I I'm glad you said that because I was actually thinking the flip of that and thinking that from a strategic standpoint, um, which was one of my favorite SNL skits against George that's W. A, Bush. That's a George Bush word. I remember that. <laughs> from, yeah, from and a, nuclear. Right. And nucle- <laughs> nuclear. From a strategic nuclear. standpoint that maybe now would have been the opportunity to push through and force through the most conservative that he could. Look, I think any of these four, we never know. Let, yeah. I want to wrap with this. We never know how anybody's going to vote once they get on there. You know what? Kennedy was a Catholic, too. So just because Amy Barrett was a Catholic, a lot of people rested that that meant that she was going to vote a certain way. And you never know. You cannot get inside somebody's head and crawl around. Ruth Bader Ginsburg got herself nominated by saying, I can't rule on anything until I see it. And, and you know, she, made, she she didn't give indication that she was the far left commie kook that she is, who actually thinks that, we, you know, that, that bad mouth the Constitution and thinks that we should consider international law. You just never know. This guy's you got enough know. of a record that I think that we can feel good that even if even if he votes against us at some time or another we've got a good 30 years of good decisions coming out of him i'll let you wrap that up 30 seconds i was just going to give an amen to that and then you know let's end with this that is the most important point because the nomination of a supreme court justice is for life it's a lifetime appointment it will outlive this president the next president so what you just said, I think, is the way we're going to end it, that a good choice getting confirmed means good decision-making for decades to come. All right. Wendy Patrick, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. All right. Now, stay tuned. we got more Andrea K. Show coming up, and I want to hear from you if you'd like to call in, 888-344-1170. After the break, we've got another legal genius and analyst is going to be here, Tom DeBacaro, to talk about uh, the, mid, uh, the Democrats' reaction to this, his thoughts on the announcement, and really what's going to happen going forward. This is the Andrea K. Show. More coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, 
then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you were looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. We had one person save 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yeah, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855 600 7633 Purpose Funding 855-600-7633 Gary number 0186-4104 MS number 273-299 HelpWantedSanDiego.com Salutes the Employee of the Month The one employee you can't live without The others, let's just call them Dave Hey Dave, you missed yesterday's meeting You said you'd be there True, Mr. Employee of the Month But yesterday was opposite day So when I said I was going, I actually meant I wasn't Wait, wait, opposite day? So everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eye... I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you finished the Q3 reports... Haven't even started them. Oh, well then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touché, Mr. Employee of the Month. (laughs) Touché. If you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. 
With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. It is Christmas in July if you're a Republican tonight. And it's the, I don't know, the apocalypse, if you will, <laughs> for the left. Don Jr. had a funny tweet uh, earlier today. He said uh, that there was a blue wave of tears coming tonight. He said he there was a flood. He issued a flood warning. He said that uh, the blue wave would be tears tonight from the Democrats. He said, get out your boogie boards and be prepared to write it. And uh, that's true. I mean, they had protests out outside the Supreme Court. You know, practically they were practically protesting his nominees the night he was elected. So it, it's come down to Kavanaugh out of the top four. And joining me to discuss that and whether or not he agrees with President Trump's pick and what happens next is none other than Tom DeBacaro. Hey, Tom, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. All right. So uh, attorney, um, former congressional candidate, you know everything in the insides and the outs of D.C., contributor to Forbes, written many books, one of which is known uh, as The Divided Era. So it's difficult times right now for President Trump to no- to nominee a real hardcore conservative to the court. Your thoughts on the pick? Yeah, I agree with you. Keep in mind that John McCain's not going to vote for this, which means that there's only 50 Republicans in the Senate. 51 when you, in a sense, if you count Mike Pence. So Kavanaugh is not the most conservative pick he could have made. He's a Bush establishment figure. No way around looking at that. Nevertheless, I think he's a good judge and certainly more conservative than Anthony Kennedy. Okay, so he's to the right of Kennedy. Hopefully he's to the right of Roberts. Um, Yeah, there was actually I posted an article this morning on Facebook from I think it was Vox and they kind of did this little sliding scale. And uh, clearly it looked as though, um, you know, although I started to say Hardiman would have been farther to the right, but I don't agree. I think to me it looked as though Kavanaugh is actually farther to the right than Hardiman. How do you see that comparison? Well, you need to keep in mind that circuit court judges don't choose the cases that come to them as much as the Supreme Court does in, in this sense. You know, the judges only rule on what's in front of them. The Supreme Court make much larger decisions because they have a much greater impact. So it's hard to say which of the two, if they were voting the same time and writing about the same thing. It's sort of like being golfers using different equipment. Yeah, they both hit it pretty far, but would they hit it the same with the same club? So it's hard for me to tell. What I can say is I do believe that he will be a more consistent hey, vote Tom, hey, Tom, today. You know what, Tom, i got to interrupt you. We're having a really hard time hearing you. I don't know if you can get to a little bit better area. If it doesn't get better, we might have to disconnect and have you call back. Um, I'm happy to call back and, and That's just I don't understand what's going on. But Kavanaugh is, is more to the right than Kennedy, but it's hard to say whether he'd be more to the right than Hardiman. All right. Um, well, uh, the... 
you know, I think there's a lot of disappointed people out there that it wasn't Amy Barrett. And I think that because Kavanaugh was a Bush establishment guy, nominated um, on the lower court by Bush, and did the Ken Starr, worked on the Ken Starr report. Wendy Patrick was on and laid out his background. There was a lot of concern about that. Bush was a disappointment as a president. His his appointment of Roberts was a major disappointment. Quite frankly, anything related to Bush right now is like, you know, toxic waste. It's like you want to put a hazmat suit on if you get anywhere near anything related to Bush. Unfortunately, it's not as though there are you know, 500 people that, that there are to choose from. And as I was talking to Winnie Patrick earlier, you know, it's one of the reasons why I think the Republican Party, the Democrats always get it right in the Republican Party, it's half the time, is because, you know, almost everybody coming up, you know, in line to go in the Supreme Court is coming out of a far far left liberal higher education institutions. And then you, and then you can't get inside anybody's head and crawl around. I do think... That, you know, when he says tonight that he thinks that, that the Constitution should be interpreted as it was written, to me, that's a reassurance to me, Tom, that he's going to rule the, the right way as a judge. Yeah, certainly that's what he's known. He's known to believe to be more strict on that issue than, than Kennedy. But, you know, Bush 41 picked David Souter, and look what happened there. So it's it's not always clear. These things don't always plan out the way we expect. Roberts, no one thought Roberts would turn out the way he did, but in fact he did. But, you know, we can be reasonably confident that at 53, he represents a reliable vote for the next two decades on the center right as opposed to the center left. Well, look, if we, you know, here's what everybody should really be to me, what I was pondering and thinking about all day long. If we, however, whatever center right, however far to the right he is, he ain't a Hillary commie choice, okay? If we had Hillary Clinton (laughs) nominating on the court, we would be in a situation to where we would have far left commie kooks literally pretty much tearing, tearing up the Constitution. At some point down the road with her choices, we would have international law being considered. We already have at lower courts Sharia law being considered, if not applied at lower courts. I did a report a while back to where f- there were 40 cases pending in the U.S. and lower courts that were literally applying Sharia law. Our entire court system has been weaponized by the left, not just against against U.S. citizens for political reasons, as we have seen, not just against President Trump, as they've been legislating from the bench to try to overturn and take away his executive powers, but also to to get rid of the U.S. Constitution and to apply other laws of other countries here in our own country. And it's all a long-term plan by the left to destroy the fabric of our country by dismantling the U.S. Constitution. And so that's really what was at stake for us. Your, yeah, your thoughts? I mean, you couldn't be more right. You couldn't be more night and day between a Hillary pick and, and a Trump pick. And that's really what, what's important here. I do want to address Roe v. Wade directly. I continue to believe that Justice Roberts would never vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. And certainly the four liberal justices would. So Roe v. Wade is not going anywhere in the short run, despite the hysteria by the left media. 
I think if we're going to, yeah, we're starting to lose our connection there with you, buddy. Thank you so much for calling in. Tom Debacar, author of The Divided Era, former congressional candidate, brilliant attorney. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I want to piggyback on that as we go into break. Yeah, the whole thing about Roe v. Wade, even if it were somehow to make its way back to the courts, uh, the Supreme Court, Roe v. Wade, it depends on how it got there, what the case was about, where the, where, where it came about, up through the lower ranks. If it were overturned, it would likely go back to the states. The left is using Roe v. Wade as a way to, you know, uh, d- continue to divide America by fomenting hysteria and hate and and, and everything that they're they're doing there. Uh, that also means, you know, to the conservative listen conservatives listening that I disagree that uh, we needed Amy Barrett because there was a chance to overturn Roe v. Wade. I just don't see that happening. I also don't think that the most of the justices we have there, even if they even if it did make its way back to SCOTUS, I don't think that they've got the guts to do it. I think that we've got too many that just uh, you know, they that are too much adhere to precedent and don't want to upset um, the apple cart. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get to the Tea Party's perspective. Remember the Tea Party? Yeah, they were quite the force in D.C. And they had to be stopped by the establishment and also stopped by the IRS and a weaponized Department of Justice. And joining me next is Bill Pasco from Tea Party Patriots to give his perspective on this tip, uh, this pick. And then uh, more other topics coming your way. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. According to a VA study, each day over 22 veterans take their own lives. Together, we can win the war against veteran suicide. Join Mission 22 to let our vets know that they have an army behind them that cares. This message courtesy of Anna and United States Army veteran Jose, the proud owners of Squared Away Cleaning. For all your residential and post-construction cleaning needs, call Anna or Jose for service at 714-678-7132. That's Squared Away Cleaning, on the air because they care. You're a successful sales pro. You're making good money. So what's missing? Well, we may have the answer. Salem Media is the largest Christian and conservative media company in America. And right now, our award-winning digital, mobile, and broadcast sales marketing team has a rare opportunity for the right person. We're looking for a digital and broadcast sales consultant, an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling and advertising strategies for digital and broadcast. You'll work with existing clients and develop new business with retailers and ad agencies. The position requires computer literacy, excellent verbal and written communication, a winning attitude, and a desire to achieve a high level of success in a fun and upbeat environment. For a company voted as one of the best and brightest to work for in the past three years, if this sounds like the right career move for you, log on to SalemMediaGroup.com. Click on Careers, then choose the San Diego location. SalemMediaGroup.com, Careers San Diego. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. 
For many folks, Obamacare isn't working. Carriers are dropping coverage, co-pays are skyrocketing, and penalties for not enrolling are growing. Add to that the hassle of dealing with claims issues and out-of-network roadblocks, and it's easy to see why so many Americans are turning to a different option called health sharing. Full health care plans that are saving families thousands a year and without the hassle. But with so many health sharing plans available, how do you find the right one? Easy. At Health Markets. Their free service does all the work searching nationwide health share providers for the plan that's right for your needs and budget. With health sharing, there's no enrollment deadlines, high premiums, or soaring out-of-pocket costs. And they're exempt from the sky-high penalties of the Affordable Care Act. Want a plan with the doctors you love and get coverage for dental and vision? Health Markets can help. Health Markets has helped people enroll in over 3 million plans and they can help you. Their service is free, so call to learn about all the benefits and savings of health sharing. Call 800-292-7796. That's 800-292-7796. 800-292-7796. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Francis had been serving as a missionary for 56 years and felt the same love at Sun Garden Terrace. When I walked in, I noticed that the clients and the staff had a very good relationship. Residents like Francis love all the activities, entertainment, and of course, the food. The food is an awful lot, and uh, I like to go to the art for everybody. You don't have to know anything. We have Bible classes. A lot of people come to sing every month, sometimes twice like rhinestone grannies and um, our laundry's done and put away and my granddaughter said I'd like to live here I could have my clothes put away Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one you're invited to take a tour see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing and join them for lunch visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE Sun Garden Terrace because there's such a lot of living to do Call 619-464-CARE. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Curious as to uh, your thoughts on the pick. A lot of people are disappointed. They wanted to be Amy Barrett. Well, let me tell y'all, you cannot be as disappointed as Hillary Clinton. Uh, some of the tweets are cracking me up by right now. The good news for Hillary as depressed as she must be tonight is she can afford the bar bill because she's got to be knocking them back tonight. Okay. I got to read you uh, before I go to my next guest here. In case you are really not thinking Kavanaugh is conservative enough for you, let me give you a little bit of the liberal perspective on Kavanaugh. This is from somebody named Chris Murphy who has a check mark. I try not to pay attention to who these supposed important liberal pundits are. He says, Brett Kavanaugh is a true Second Amendment radical. He believes assault weapon bans are unconstitutional, a position way out of the judicial mainstream, far to the right of even late Justice Scott. Leah. So the left ain't digging this choice too much. Um, we'll see if my next guest digs this choice. He is with the Tea Party Patriots. It's Bill Pasco. Hey, Bill, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, how are you doing this evening? Well, I'm good. I'm happy with this choice. There's a lot of conservatives tonight that are disappointed, Bill, because they really wanted it to be uh, Amy Barrett. And I, you know, I, I'm somebody who sees, and, and I think, I think a lot of reason why a lot of the people in conservatives were looking for Amy Barrett is because I do think that they had a, a hope and a dream that Roe v. Wade would be dealt with and that she would, would help usher that in. And they're not quite sure Kavanaugh is, is that conservative enough, but I see so many issues with the court and with our justice system and legislating from the bench. I see that our entire justice system has been weaponized and the tea party were victims of that 
with Obama's Justice Department. Uh, there's so many issues related to big government and overreaching government into every aspect of our lives. It is far more than just Roe v. Wade. Your thoughts? Well, it, it is far more than Roe v. Wade. And if you look at the 12-year career on the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, the, that's where Brett Kavanaugh sits right now for the last 12 years since 2006. He's been there at the second most important court in the land. Uh, three of the eight, I'm sorry, three of the nine current justices, Justice Kennedy is still a justice until July 31, three of the nine current Supreme Court members uh, came to the court from the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. So it, it is clearly the second most important court in the land, the stepping stone to a seat on the Supreme Court. Brett Kavanaugh has been there for 12 years. He's, he's ruled on a number of cases, he's written more than 300 opinions at this point. We're going to have plenty to go through. Uh, he's written a number of opinions upholding restrictions on uh, on various aspects of abortion law. So I can understand why some conservatives might be wishing right now, gosh, I wish it had been Amy Coney, uh, Coney Barrett. Uh, I think the folks who were, who were wishing for a Barrett pick were actually – they were envisioning the fight. Yeah. They knew that if you pick that woman, a, a pro-life woman – who is very aggressively pro-life, um, Rachel Maddow's head was going to explode. Of course, it exploded on <laughs> November 8th, 2016, so we would get to watch the reconstructed head explode. Um, I, don't, I don't think people are going to be unhappy uh, when they see Judge Kavanaugh elevated to the Supreme Court. I think from everybody that I've talked to, and look, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a legal scholar, I'm a political operative, I work with the grassroots, I've talked to an awful lot of them, uh, and they're asking me, what are the folks that you know who are tracking this process saying? And I got to tell you, everybody that I've paid attention to over the years, not just on this nomination fight, but on previous nomination fights, the people that I look to and trust, folks like Leonard Leo at the Federalist Society, Ed Meese at the Heritage Foundation, uh, Laura Ingram, uh, who, came out of, who came out of law school and, and clerked for a Supreme Court justice early in her career. They're all telling me that Brett Kavanaugh is the real deal. Yeah, and she did, uh, didn't she enter was it for Scalia that she was I, I think she I, I think I think Laura did clerk for Scalia as a matter yeah, of fact. Yeah. And so I mean she's clearly got some conservative bona fides. Uh interesting, uh, I don't usually read a quote from uh the esteemed uh intellectual giant uh, actress Alyssa Milano, but I will read that now. <laughs> Um, because I think it's interesting and, and ties into what we're talking about. She says, Brett Kavanaugh, in just one case, attacked women's rights, health care, and immigration. He is the trifecta of terrible. Who knew she knew that big word? And he must never uh -huh. sit on the Supreme Court. She quotes here. I guess from one of his rulings, the government has permissible interest in favoring fetal life, protecting the best interest of a minor, and refraining from facilitating abortion, Kavanaugh wrote, calling the majority's approach a radical extension of the Supreme Court's abortion jurisprudence. So, you know, I, 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 everything I'm reading, and I'm not an, an attorney myself, I certainly do not have the time or the energy or the, the training and the skills to read 300 decisions this dude's put forth. But if the only concerns people have about him is that he bumped up too much against the bushes, I don't think that's enough reason to think he's a suitor. Uh, you, you know, I, I don't think it is either. I've, I've been a lifelong conservative activist. I got the, the very first campaign I got paid to work on was way back in 1980 for Ronald Reagan. I was still in college. I took, I took a semester off. I worked for Ronald Reagan in 1980. 
Um, I had the, by, by some people's standards, I had the misfortune of, in 1988, being asked by Lee Atwater to work for the George Herbert Walker Bush campaign oh. as the liaison to the conservatives in the general election. I had okay. worked for Jack Kemp in, in the primaries. Okay. So I have a Bush association. Oh, and dear. Then, uh, you know, and in 2000, <laughs> I, I was the press secretary at the Republican National Committee when George W. Bush was the Republican nominee for president. So, but, you know, I've worked at the Heritage Foundation. I've worked at the American Conservative Union. I work with Tea Party Patriots now. I don't think anybody uh, could fairly or credibly challenge my conservative credentials, but it just so happens that I do have a personal Bush connection. I work for father and son. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll forgive you, know, you for it because, you know, you, you, you worked for my hero, uh, Ronnie Reagan. So, you know, well, he's um, everybody's hero. He's I know. Right. Hero, and you know he? what? He is. And in spite of the fact that his record, you know, he put, you know, Sandra Day O'Connor on the court. You know, it's he did. You know, we the I, I mentioned this in my previous two segments, you know, uh, part of the Democrats always get it right. Everybody they put on is is far left and ends up going their way and hard left and Republicans don't. And I think in part it's because when you look at the we now understand in ways that we didn't uh, years before that our our top institutions of law in terms of schools are far left institutions and what they're teaching in these law schools is far left. It's kind of difficult if you look now to see somebody come out that's that's a true conservative. So, you know, it's not going to always go our way. But I think with Kavanaugh, if it, it or with any um, uh, justice nominated by a Republican, if we get more good than we get bad, I think we've done pretty well. Listen, keep, keep in mind, one of the theatrical flourishes tonight from the impresario-in-chief, our producer-in-chief, <laughs> the president of the United States, he made sure that not only um, did, he have, uh, did he have Justice Scalia's widow present for the occasion, yes. who was sitting right next to her, Ed Meese, Ronald Reagan's attorney general. I almost didn't recognize uh, him when he stood up. It's been that long well, since I've... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I actually, I, I, I he was doing a little bit of a Ginsburg there when he was trying to get up. But anyway, go on. He, he was. I, I saw General Meese about a month ago at an event, um, and I, I thought that was that was great staging, uh, making the point that it was it was Ronald Reagan who appointed Anthony Kennedy to the Supreme Court, and we are going to continue with a Kennedy clerk. And just by coincidence, it so happens that. Uh, the previous Kennedy clerk to be nominated to the Supreme Court was Neil Gorsuch about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to have a situation where there are now going to be two former clerks, and they clerked at the same time. They, yes. they were colleagues working for Justice Kennedy as as his law clerks. Uh, so that's that's going to be an interesting dynamic right there. But I think that Kavanaugh is going to be a solid conservative. I think uh, the Democrats are going to do everything they can to stop this. Yes. Um, you know, it's we're going to go back to Bork. It's it's going to be the 1987 Bork confirmation hearings. That's going to be the last time we've seen anything approaching what they're going to do to Kavanaugh. Um, Kavanaugh has a he has a paper trail. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Yeah. This guy worked for he worked for Ken Starr on the Whitewater investigation. He was a an associate counsel and a senior counsel at the White House for a couple of years under George W. Bush, and then he was the staff secretary. And mm-hmm. the staff secretary is a job nobody knows about. Unless you're inside the White House. The staff secretary is the bottleneck in the West Wing. Okay. Every piece of paper that flows to the president of the United States goes across the staff secretary's desk. Ooh, I never he's knew the that. Guy who's, 
He is the guy who's responsible for deciding what piece of paper is important enough to be worth the president's time and attention. Wow. That's kind of a big gig. It's a huge gig. And literally every piece of paper that the executive branch generates for the president flows across his desk. They're now all sitting at the National Archives. God only knows literally how many millions of pages are there. And Senate Democrats are going to try to use that as the excuse to, well, we can't have a confirmation hearing on the guy. We've only gotten a third of the way through the documents that the right. National Archives sent over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they're going yeah. to have a, you know, they're going to try uh, to and, slow and, walk this like crazy. That was one of the reasons why people didn't think it would be Kavanaugh, because they thought that this would provide an excuse for the Democrats you know, to drag feet on it, you know, forever past the midterms. Um, but, you know, that's, that's right. not a good strategy for the Democrats because all that's going to do is drive out the Republican base. In fact, there's an argument to be made that, you know, if Trump gets this through before the midterms, that, that you know, the Republicans are going to feel like, okay, we don't have to get out. We're going to we're going to coast, you know, so I'm, that's I'm hoping that's I'm hoping that's not the case. It, that, I think that's a, I think that's a reasonable concern. But let's keep in mind that for for decades now, literally, um, and and I track this. I pay attention to this. We've only I got one minute left. Wrap, okay, I have, I, to, I have I, you wrap I, it up. I pay attention to this because I I work with the grassroots. I can tell you, judges uh, and getting strict constructionist judges, people who understand that the role of a judge is to apply the law as written, not to make new law from the bench. That has been a much deeper motivating factor for grassroots conservatives then stopping that has mm-hmm. been for hard left grassroots. The excellent analysis. In fact, that's one of the key reasons when we looked at the exit polls coming out and the left did not really understand that because you're right. I mean, that's not as much of an issue uh, for Democrat voters, but for Republicans, the Supreme Court, we knew that there would be seats coming open and it was an opportunity for us to get some conservatives on there. And that's one reason why Trump did a very brilliant thing when he came forth with his list uh, during the during the primary, got to leave it there. Bill Pasco from Tea Party Patriots. Thank you so much for being here. For being here, I appreciate it. Thanks to all my listeners. Thank you, President Trump, for your Christmas in July president present. And we will be right back here tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Thank you to Wendy Patrick, Tom DeBacaro. Love you all. Keep the conversation rolling on Facebook and Twitter. Have a great night, everybody. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.